Cassissima and Confit Berries. Why the new fruit color is black. Welcome to Gardeners Radio by Lubera Edibles, the podcast for professional gardeners. We are talking about edible plants. At the moment, we sell more blueberries into the hobby market than currants and gooseberries together. But what should happen with, uh, with these especially specialties in the future? These and other questions will be answered today by Markus Kobold. My name is Frederik Vollert. I work at Lubera Edibles and I'm resp responsible for product development. And I'm uh, Markus Kobold. I'm co-founder of Lubera Edibles together with my friend Rupert Meyer. And I'm founder of Lubera. And there I'm responsible for almost everything, especially breeding. And uh, so we are producing the stuff out of uh, which uh, uh, Frederick then chooses the varieties uh, Lubera Edibles is selling to professional gardeners around Europe. So that's my role. So, Markus, why do you also work on these very special kind of fruits? Yeah, Cinderella species. <laughs> uh, yes, that's a good question. Yeah, when when you would when you would have a, to choose on on on, on a stra strategical base, you would choose strawberries, raspberries, and blueberries. That's it. Yeah, blueberries are eating uh, the berry world, so they are now the number two crop after strawberries and before uh, uh, raspberries. They will become the number four, one crop. But if you look at the home garden market, I'm not sure if it, that's the right way. Of course, we are nowadays also breeding blueberries. Yeah, that's that's a good thing, and we have. We have, we have good material. We will bring a, a new type of blueberry, which are really uh, uh, two timers, so with two really crops, not only a little bit blooming at the end, but really two crops. But, you know, there is one big difficulty with uh, blueberries, that's soil. You have to have a ericaceous uh, soil, uh, a, a, a deep, a deep uh, pH below five, and that's almost not everywhere and uh, black currants for example and gooseberries and yostas are much easier you can plant them everywhere and they are growing and they are fruiting so uh, easiness adaptability are, are big big things in the home garden so that's the reason we are also developing other minor crops also other even more minor crops than uh, black currants uh, and we will do it also for the future because we think that in the in the future, there will be also growth with these types uh, of fruit. And it's, it's, you know, home garden is also about diversity and not only about success. And uh, this diverse, for this diversity, I think Josta and especially black currants are important. And uh, what, uh, what points do you want to reach uh, with your breeding work on these uh, special berries? Yeah, our, our black currant uh, breeding program is much too big. Uh, so that's that came step after step. We we started with the right crosses. We received fantastic breeding material uh, through a friend, Martin Weber, and and uh, sources from Ukraine and Russia. And based on this material, we our 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 speed in breeding was very fast. And 
and uh, breeding goals are resistant. So um, nowadays, our black newer black current varieties are really almost, you know, it's no mildew at all. So really resistant, much better than than uh, tolerant gooseberries. So. 20 years ago, it was the other way around. Uh, tolerant gooseberries were, were more resistant than black, uh, black currants. Nowadays, it's really black currant, which have nothing, uh, have healthy leaves till till end of September. And uh, so resistance. Then fruit size. We are now with the biggest varieties at two centimeter. Huge. It's a new plant, a new fruit. And uh, uh, then uh, 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 strict size, the size of the trusses. So a uh, uh, combination of size, of fruit size of trusses. So the biggest one is, is uh, 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 what, what, what's the name of the variety? So I, I'm out, I, I don't, uh, I'm missing the word. It's uh, black bells. Black bells, where you have the combination of the uh, rather big fruits, so about more than one centimeter, and you have eight fruits per truss. And uh, then we have uh, uh, black marble, which is more than 1.5 centimeters. So these are the two types. And then fruit quality, higher sugar, sometimes lower, lower acidity, or another type of acidity, with, which is milder than before. When I remember the black currants of my childhood, you would like to eat them. I hate them. They were for for jelly. They were for 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 juice for everything, but not really to eat. Yeah, we were even when we had in summertime to pick uh, uh, currants for 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 my mother. We were even eating big amounts of of red currants, but we wouldn't eat black currants. So, but nowadays that has changed. So more sugar, less acidity. Uh, rounder and uh, small seeds, of course, very small seeds as an advantage to other fruits, especially to, to red currants. So it's really, it's really. I think over the last twenty years, uh, black currants is perhaps the, the the fruit species where we have made made the biggest progress. Okay, and uh, what would you say? How uh, does a uh, um, A black current assortment uh, looks like. Yeah, good. combination of fruit quality and fruit size is black marble. Combination of fruit quality and trusses is uh, 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 black bells. Fruit quality, only fruit quality with a with a high sugar content and 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 low low uh, cassis aroma is no aroma. Uh, uh, high sugar. And, and high cassis aroma is nimue. Compact growth is little black sugar. And red leaves in the summer is black and red. So that's a huge assortment. And every variety has a clear, unique selling proposition. Okay. Thank you for explaining us about the uh, black current. And uh, how does this uh, goes on with Yosta uh, berries? Yeah, I was always rather skeptical about yosterberries because uh, they were bred to to find a new type of fruit in between uh, uh, gooseberries and black currants, and the result was more a black currant. Nowadays, when we have real black currant with two centimeters, why should we have 
uh, just the bears with uh, below two centimeters. So that's a question. And uh, the other thing, so it, it was difficult to describe what is the unique selling proposition of of uh, of Chester Bears, and they have a second problem, which was uh, 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 how do you say uh, uh, fruit crop, the, 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 too much growing, too less too less crop, not enough fruits, uh, and it was the problem. By by uh, um, by breeding further. By, uh, in the end, we produced crosses between different types of chosterberries, and uh, we received the seeds from a friend, and we grew them, and we selected out of a big, big uh, uh, population. And so, by growing this type further, so we we solved to eighty, ninety percent this fruiting problem. So they are more more compact now, much more compact, and they have really high yield co- comparable with a, a black currant. So that's the good thing. Uh, I think we also made progress with the unique selling proposition because we name them now. We prefer to name them uh, 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 confit berry. Confit berry, so for confiture berries, because that's the unique selling proposition. It's I, I know in UK you have uh, lots of gooseberry. Marmalade, but I I always think it's a little bit old-fashioned. It has a little bit an, an old tone, and with Chesterberry you don't have this. And uh, I would like to have really a, a black currant uh, marmalade or confiture, but Chesterberry uh, uh, is just fantastic and also juices. So that's the unique selling proposition, and we have now the crop, and so that's advantage. So the new Chester varieties are uh, much more fruitful than the old ones and they are more compact growing still they have a more a more it's it's a nicer bush uh, it, it it has a better crop on older wood so as a plant you don't have to renew the the the, the stems as fast as with uh, black currants so you really can have three four five year old stems and they are still fruitful so that's advantage and uh, so every year, the f- first three, four years, you don't prune at all. And then you step in by pruning every year one stem away. In, in, in black currants, you have to prune much, much faster and harder to have a, a fruitful bush. So that's the advantage. And uh, what, what is the assortment of uh, Chester Berries at the moment at Lubera? Yeah, from the new varieties, it's uh, your fruity, which is the most compact one, so about 120 centimeters, really comparable with a uh, with a black currant. It's, it's not bigger; it's even smaller a little bit. You couldn't imagine an old Chester variety is more four meters than three meters, and so 120 centimeters is really compact. Uh, uh, so uh, your fruity with a very fruity, it's a little bit smaller than the other varieties, 1.3 centimeters, for example. And it's a little bit has more red, a little bit more more uh, gooseberry in it. But in the end, it's also a more more blackberry, and and then and it, it's still red in the end. But you has, have also to wait uh, till it's becoming darker, and then the, the juice is coming in and, and the sugar is coming in. Then uh, we have uh, your daily, which has perhaps the best eating quality. Is uh, the only variety I would recommend as a fresh eating variety because fresh eating is not really the important point at Yosta Berries, but this variety, your daily, it's possible. And then we have a later variety, interesting for 
for, for picking, uh, which is more in August than in July, uh, gusto. Um, it's about 180 centimeters, so a little bit more growing, but not as the old varieties. And all have a good, uh, a very good crop. And uh, what what do you say? Will you go uh, further with uh, just a breeding at Lubera, or just uh, <coughs> not as a big project, but as a side project? Yes, uh, you you know when you look at the how did the Chesterberry work in the middle of the century? So they used Mr. Bauer and other other breeders. They used uh, black currant varieties with four millimeters, five millimeter size. Now we are at two centimeters. Uh, they used mildew susceptible varieties for growing. Now we have mildew resistant varieties. On the gooseberry size, the the advantage is not so big. I think we have better eating varieties, not not bigger varieties, but better eating varieties. Rather good mildew tolerant varieties, uh, perhaps seedless varieties, uh, uh, thornless varieties, but there the advantage is not so big. But the constraining moment in just as till now were, was the blackberries, uh, blackcurrant side, yeah, because small fruits. And now when we have two centimeters, so we could hope to have much, much bigger, perhaps too big, just the berries. So we are doing these crosses. You know, uh, you have then a, a diploid result, which is not really fruitful because the genes of the black currants and the genes of the gooseberries don't understand themselves together. They cannot communicate. They have problems at the myos. And uh, so then you have to double the chromosomes with corticine. And uh, then uh, by doubling the chromosomes, uh, they can understand themselves with themselves. So it's becoming better. <laughs> Communication is becoming better. Not really good. That's the reason of the low crop level. And so, uh, yeah, we will, on a, on, a, on a small scale, we will try to repeat the same process with better varieties. Okay. So, sounds good and very interesting for the future. And so, uh, what is your personal uh, breeder's dream? Uh, how will it go on with uh, Cassissima? Yes, there perhaps two sides. One is to make out of the of the uh, Cinderella blackberry a very fashionable uh, uh, ornamental push. Uh, Uh, with uh, with red leaves, so there we have started with black and red. I think we will have further varieties with nicer red leaves, earlier uh, uh, red leaves, perhaps uh, better fruit quality. But the fruit quality is good. The crop of black and and red is not very big. But I think this is a, is a, is a good breeding breeding. And and the second is really to make a new crop. Already today, black currants are really a new crop if you compare with the blackberries of 20, 30 years ago. So, so big, so good to eat, so juicy. What we have to do is to develop varieties at the two centimeter level, which are not bloating at the point where they are attached to the plant. So that's the same process which the first breeders of blueberries did, did instinctively in the beginning of the 20th century in New Jersey when Mr. Coville selected the first uh, 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 Blueberry varieties. He selected for the non-bloating varieties, and the same. Now we have to do a little bit later with uh, black currants, and then I think we would have a very interesting crop, not only for the home garden. So, picking 
all the berries with two hands and having them in a in a in a bowl and eating fruit after fruit and not to have stricks where you have to uh, strips the stricks and then you have to make juice or something like that no berry after berry at a as a snack yeah and um, like blueberries and you are also buying blueberries in the bowl and the children are taking one fruit after another that would be the same and uh, that's my dream and and there uh, the, the breeding for the home garden market the new concentration on the home garden market resistant easy better to eat especially better to eat in resistance is now going into a new level where we will develop varieties which could even be interesting for the professional fruit growing so that's the other way around the normal process where 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 other breeders are breeding for the professional fruit growing as a side product they have home garden varieties we to the other way around and we hope with more even more success okay thank you marcus uh, thank you for your uh, for explaining of the these very special uh, but also very interesting um, berries And so uh, we are finished now for today. And thank you for, for listening our podcast. If you have questions or comment, uh, you can uh, uh, write it, uh, you can send it directly to me at uh, frederick.follard at luberedibles.com. And, uh, and um, you could, we are also happy if you would uh, listen to our, our next podcast um, about a sweet leaf raspberry a very special very new uh, special kind of rubus so thank you for listening and have a fruitful day go on gardening thank you very much thanks for hearing gardens radio by lubero edibles You find us on every platform for podcasts, Spotify, Apple, and of course, on our website, www.luberoedibles.com. Go on gardening.